live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Supply chain crisis making it harder to get toys and gifts under the Christmas tree this year. Biden facing a nightmare come Christmas time. White House now warning American shoppers they won't be able to get key items like popular toys for Christmas. Gifts are going to cost you a fortune. And it's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, that even though it's nice to be able to spread the truth of what this administration is causing, it's a good thing that Christmas is not about presents and is not about gifts under the tree and is not about what's on the shelves. And we as Christians understand that. However, it is good to spread the truth, show what this economy is doing under this illegitimate, excuse me, illegal administration and... In doing so, it's destroying our traditions, especially some of our most sacred traditions like Christmas here in the United States of America. But ladies and gentlemen, I will say it again. At least we know what Christmas is truly all about. Welcome to Live from America, folks. It is Monday. You know that this is my favorite show of every single week. It is an honor to be here with you from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And the reason why Mondays are my favorite show is because (laughs) this audience and myself and my family have come so close together that it's like being outside of your home for a few days. And then you get to come back and you get to say hello to everybody, everybody that you've missed. And I got to tell you, over the weekend, I was very busy working on the new studio, which I will show you pictures of here in a few minutes. But I got to say, um, I, I was going through a lot of messages, both on social media and email messages. And there's a lot of people hurting right now. There's a lot of people who have been together in their marriage for a very long time and their marriages are falling apart. There are a lot of people who are going through major financial issues right now. There are a lot of people that are going through struggles in their families because their children are just unreachable. And I want to just say that we're all going through something in our lives. Nobody, um, everybody in this audience would be here for you if you reached out to them. And if I see any comments during this show of people needing prayers, I'll ask for prayers for those people. But I would just encourage you, especially in this holiday season, Continue to get closer to the Word of God. Read through the book of Luke right now. Read through the New Testament. Read through the Gospels of Jesus Christ right now. And pray, pray, 
pray. I can never, ever underestimate, ladies and gentlemen, the power of prayer. And I'd like to thank you to all the dollar donations that are coming in this morning. Because if it wasn't for those donations, those extra donations on top of the already monthly uh, donors, we would have never been able to get this studio done. And this studio is turning out to be one of the most amazing things I've ever been a part of. And I have you all to thank for that. So thank you so very much. Um, I wanted to start the show off today with that ad from President Trump because it really kind of gives an overview of what this administration that's in there today, right now, is capable of. And that is not running a country because they can't even they cannot even run their own homes, let alone 350 million people. You know what I mean? So... Uh, you know, kudos to President Trump for hammering home on that. Uh, let's just hope that President Trump has a lot more in store than we all know. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go and uh, before we get to the pictures, I want to tell you, remind you that we are on Roku as well. So if anything ever happens with Rumble, and we've seen it happen before, just go to your Roku app, your Roku settings on your TV, your channels, find LFA TV, and there's a space in between LFA and TV. Download the channel. You can even do it with an app, uh, a Roku application as well. That way that there's no way if something happens with one platform that you can't still watch the show. And I'm working on, now that we don't have YouTube anymore, I'm working on doing Getter Live as well. And hopefully when we get into the new studio, we'll be able to have it right on the website so people can go to the website and watch it. However, that takes quite a bit of uh, building because you know thousands of people going to a website at one time really slow it down. Let me show you. Before we get to the verse of the day in the Lord's Prayer, let me show you some of the pictures from the new studio. A lot of people that follow me on social media got to see them this weekend. Those who don't have social media or don't follow me on any of those platforms, I didn't want to alienate you as well. Uh, so here we go. This is before anything got... So this is a brand new room. This, this room is built inside the entire space uh, in the new studio. And this, is a, uh, this would be the studio... Before it even started, this is the, the, the flooring and the way the studio looked. There's another picture here. There you go. There's more of a close-up picture of the studio inside. And now the next picture is what it looks like after the first weekend of installing all of the new gear. Woo, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. And that is all thanks to all glory to God for that. And all thank you to every one of you for being able to do this. Okay? This is where I will sit. There will be another desk just like this one. This is an L-shaped desk right here. There'll be another desk right here, another L-shaped desk. And these three TVs, there's three TVs back here that will be behind me. This will not be the background. There will be obviously a more LFA appropriate back down or a background. And I'll be able to change it whenever. This TV right here will be where I bring on guests. So there'll be an over-the-shoulder camera that actually goes to this TV when there's guests on. Um, of course, all the beautiful panning, paneling and the uplighting. This is what I will be looking at while I'm on behind my desk. So this will serve as a basically my computer. Since I don't have a producer, this will serve as all of the camera changes, the preview, the program, and I'll be able to run everything from my desk on this TV here. Of course, this again over here is the TV that guests will be coming in at. Of course, everything is soundproof properly. There you go. There's another picture of it. There's another picture of the three... Uh, panel or three tv panels behind me and that's pretty much it right now ladies and gentlemen but that took quite a <laughs> took quite a long time wiring everything in, in in the walls and getting everything up but that is the new studio um somebody asked do you have to have a roku a tv to get roku um no you should be able to get roku as an app as well you should be able to download it right from the play store 
Um, so we are making a big difference going from the backyard, of course, to the basement, to this studio, and now to that studio. And the reason for that studio move was because in order to get further involved with what we're doing we need to have a more professional setting especially for the primaries here in new hampshire we're going to be bringing people in uh, guests inside the studio and of course a lot a lot of these uh, larger name folks uh, want to see some professionalism uh a little bit more than what i've been able to build here and of course as well as expand the space so that we can actually do all the apparel from there and not have third-party stores do it for us so i just wanted to bring you up to speed on that i know we're getting into some time here i just wanted to bring you all up to speed on what's going on i, I want to make sure that you are involved in every decision that's made i want to make sure that you're involved in watching the progress of where all your donations are going and uh, right now so far folks we are we're doing well so i want to thank you for all that let's get to the verse of the day today because this is the reason for the season. This is Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, the Christmas season, and we want to get the most out of uh, celebrating the year of uh, the birth of our Lord. So let's go there now, and, I'm, and I, I titled today's newsletter, The Best Reward of All Time. The Best Reward of All Time. Verse of the day, Hebrews 11.6, reads this. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. I'll repeat that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him okay now faith me faith may be the hardest thing to explain to a non-believer or to somebody new to their journey with Jesus it is hard for the average person to understand a complete belief system based on what is not seen but what is felt and known in the depths of your soul studying scripture and exposing yourself to the gospel is the only way to get there without god or without it excuse me god seems too distant to be close to you will never forget that first moment of closeness when it happens the holy spirit grips your every emotion and you experience something completely different from happiness. You experience joy, true joy. Now, the closest thing that I can explain to that feeling, which is joy, is seeing the birth of your child, which is ultimately a gift from God anyway, and a blessing that he has given to you. Imagine feeling that way every single day. Think back to when your child was born. Think back to the, the, the joy that you had in your heart when you held your child, any one of your children, for the first time. That, that feeling of joy, imagine experiencing that feeling every single day of your life. You can. You can get there. Imagine knowing that you are pleasing the very, uh, the very one who created everything you have ever known. None of that will be possible for you until you fully believe in him and the Savior who died for you to have a relationship with him. Rewards don't come in the fashion that you are expecting. Instead, they come in the way that truly makes you happy and whole. God knows what your heart desires. Your time on this earth and among all the sin and sinners has clouded your mind. You think that rewards come to you in, a materi in material things. And sometimes they do. However, the rewards that God gives you gives to you for seeking him are meant to help others 
God must be able to trust you with what he has given to you or you bring shame to the name of Jesus Christ. If you become boastful or selfish or immature with what he has blessed you with, then you do yourself, your family, and God a great disservice. Let him shower you with blessings. Let his will be done and put your full trust in his ways and you will be blessed with the greatest gift of all time. Eternal life, worshiping him alongside Jesus forever. Now, How exciting is that, folks? Let this Christmas season open your eyes, your ears, and your heart forever to the gospel. Share it to any and all who will hear it. And let's change this world together. In Jesus' name, amen. That, that true, you know that Christmas spirit that you seek and it seems to take longer to get when you're older? That Christmas spirit can be had at all times. Because really, we don't need to just celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ on December 25th. That's just the, the day that we've allocated for it. We can celebrate the, the, the birth of Jesus Christ every single day because it's truly the greatest gift of all time. Having said that, let's say the Lord's Prayer. We are 15 minutes past the hour. This is a perfect time to do it. Let's all join together, remove your hats, and let's focus on the cross as we say the Lord's Prayer together and get started on Live from America today. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen and all glory to God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for some Live from America? It's been a long weekend. It's been a long year. And I'm ready to get right to Live from America. So if you've not done it yet, please share the video. It would be extremely appreciated if you not only just shared to your wall, but you also shared to some groups and even directly to your Instagram or Facebook Messenger um, conversations. That's what helps it get out there really quick. And if you've not done so yet watching on Rumble, please click down and hit that Rumble button, folks. We are approaching 400,000 total Rumbles here on this platform, and it's only going to grow. Having said that, I'm ready to get rumbling, so let's get rumbling, folks. We have <laughs> to open today's show. I have to open today's show, folks, with this fake Patriot Front group that marched in D.C. this weekend and marched down to Abraham Lincoln's statue, fully uh, faces fully covered, marching in lockstep. All of them looked completely out of tune. All of them looked completely out of rhythm. None of them, I swear to you, ladies and gentlemen, none of them are actually patriots or people who call themselves conservatives or patriots in any way. There are way too many false flags surrounding what I'm talking about. If you're not familiar, if you've completely removed yourself from social media this weekend, let me explain to you before I show you the videos of what happened. This weekend, there was a group that was depicted as by the lamestream fake news liberal media and people on the left that were clearly, clearly, I think everybody was paid to be there, honestly. People on both sides didn't look like they were actually there, grassroots there, you know what I mean? So there was a group of people who literally pulled up into Washington, D.C. in the back of U-Haul trucks. 
I am not kidding you, ladies and gentlemen, in dozens of U-Haul trucks full, full to the brim of people who called themselves the Patriot Front Group, a group to take back America, to go to Washington, D.C., to the swamp, and truly, if phys- and physically, if need be, take back America. Now, while that is our constitutional to constitutional duty to do that if the government gets too completely out of control, what you're about to see was not anybody that we're familiar with. It was not anybody that any patriot group knows. It was not anybody even individually that was even saying anything about it on social media. Nobody claimed any credit for what they did. They were in and out like a flash. They didn't walk like patriotic Americans who love this country, red, white, blue, or green. They They didn't talk like any of those folks either. They didn't move. They didn't act. Everybody had their faces covered. And I can tell you from experience, ladies and gentlemen, that real patriotic people who love the red, white, and blue, who are law-abiding citizens, who only want to live by and for the Constitution under the grace of one God who unites us all and blesses us all, we are not afraid to hide our faces. We don't act like Antifa covering every bit of our face and wearing sunglasses, marching and walking with upside-down flags and 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 all different kinds of flags like the southern or the uh, the rebel flag the american flag the american flag upside down all this other stuff it doesn't work like that okay ladies and gentlemen and the only people that orchestrate any kind of stuff like that are true true racists like some of the people that were marching down in charlottesville that that lumped all of us in together with them and antifa and blm and these are all all groups that should be labeled as terrorists and should be dealt with appropriately now what i'm about to show you ladies and gentlemen is a series of a few videos that actually show this group and what they did and when you see this you'll know exactly what i'm talking about here is the first this is the first one and this is a video of all of these guys leaving um i believe this was them leaving the lincoln statue but uh either way ladies and gentlemen check this out Look at the shields. Look at all the shields. Look how they walk. Look how they try to make sure they're showing some kind of militant form. Come on. Now, of course, you know what this brought. This brought people trying to beat these people up, trying to hurt them. And the police were protecting them, which they never do us, by the way, just so you know. Real patriots, real people, the police never protect us. Well, I won't say never, but hardly ever. Okay, that's the first video. Now, let me show you some more here. Now, there are going to be a couple videos that show, uh, or, or you might hear some, some bad language in the background, and it, I'm just going to go ahead and play it. So, you won't see it in this next video, but in the following video I'm going to show you, you might hear something in the background. This is them uh, still marching when, the, uh, when it was dark out. So you can obviously tell with the knee pads, with the shields, with the face, you know, everything that they're, everything about this is not somebody like you or somebody like myself. But ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand Biden's poll numbers are at an all-time low. 
And there has to be some kind of legitimacy behind these January 6th committees and these illegitimate, illegal um, subpoenas just to put just for political reasons. There has to be some kind of legitimacy behind this. So what better way to get legitimacy behind these January 6th sham committees and Joe Biden's bad poll numbers? Well, Racist, racist, racists. The racists are coming, ladies and gentlemen. The Nazis are coming. And they're trying to tie these people. The left-wing media immediately jumped on this. In every talking point, on every station, from the... That would be another example of, as you say, it was all the same and you know when they all have the same narrative they're trying to push an agenda and all of them were tying these same people to the people at january 6th again ladies and gentlemen i will say people that stand behind what they truly believe and call themselves people of god and and love this constitution they don't hide their face they don't bring shields and all that kind of stuff unless they're fighting antifa but just to make a statement they don't do that kind of stuff and the police don't protect us like you're about to see in this next video that I'm about to show you. Oh, before I before I move further, do you do you guys remember this picture? Do you remember this picture? Of course, these were all the FBI and CIA agents that were caught down at the January 6th uh, protest at the DC jail just a couple months ago. You mean to tell me these aren't the same people? I guarantee you. I would bet <laughs> I would bet an entire paycheck that these are the same kind of people that you just saw in that picture. Now, let me go ahead and play for you this video because this one blew my mind now this one you might hear a little bit of uh some some bad language in but this is going to show you all of these patriots or not patriots all of these supposed patriots that call themselves the patriot front they were ran out of downtown and people were starting to beat them i'm not going to play you this one video because there's just non-stop swearing and people are jumping them and trying to back them into a corner all of a sudden all of a sudden you see these people that call themselves the patriot front they all get together and align with their shields and they start backstepping in unison and all of them are chanting something like you would see a SWAT team chant so they're clearly trained and they start going hua 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 and they're all moving in this perfect line and they back out they they back their way out behind these u-haul trucks and they book it and then they get to a certain point and the police start protecting them in order for them to all jump in the back of these u-hauls now i don't know about where you come from but where i come from you don't get to ride in the back of a u-haul that is illegal not only are they riding in the back of it, but they're packing in the back of it like sardines. This is unbelievable how they expect us to believe this crap. Here we go. Watch this. This is a massive U-Haul here. Here's all the police, right? Back here where you don't see, which is behind the camera, is a bunch of people that chased them out of town. The police have blocked them from hurting these people. Hey, let me just take this lane. And look at this. They're just going to start piling in here. This is unbelievable. Look at that. You mean to tell me that this, this is an actual patriot group of people who want to preserve the traditions and the laws of this country? I doubt it, ladies and gentlemen. This is straight up a false flag operation by the deep state. Again, trying to legitimize what they're doing with the political prisoners in D.C. with January 6th committees and, and to further try to alienate President Donald J. Trump. That's the kind of stuff that happened this weekend. Now, for those who just completely don't watch the news or who, who have detached themselves from any kind of current events going on in social media... 
the left-wing media went crazy over this. And again, like I told you, they're trying to associate them with people that were down at the uh, Capitol building in January 6th. But here's my question. All those people at the January 6th um, protest that ended up responding to the cans of tear gas that were shot at them and the rubber bullets that were shot at them and responding by being let through gates very different from these kind of people right here that was clearly a false flag again nobody's claimed it nobody knows who they are anybody that's anybody that's been on social media this weekend that's talked that claims to be part of patriot group says this is not a familiar group to us and again it's another fake false flag that's put out there by the left-wing media and by the democrat communist party if you've seen it, don't fall into the hype. If you haven't seen it, now you have, and now you're aware of it. And it was something that I definitely wanted to open up the show with. Uh, Tiff says, Jeremy, they didn't even make a Twitter profile until November. Exactly. Exactly. Like a month ago. <laughs> so there are way too many false flags for anybody that has a half a brain to realize that. Unfortunately, half the country's indoctrinated by left-wing media, and they've made them believe that this kind of stuff is just a thing, that racists and Nazis are marching through the streets trying to kill uh, black and brown people or anybody minority or anybody that doesn't agree with them. Couldn't be furthest, furthest from the truth. Those are the same people that were at the January 6th, um, I mean, the... Uh, the J6 political prisoner protest at the D.C. jail. Guaranteed. And we know our own when we see our own, ladies and gentlemen. But again, Biden's poll numbers are in the, you know, in the low 30s. They got to do something. They got to do something. It's the only way that they uh, had any kind of traction in the campaign was to continue to bring up, there are fine people on both sides and racist, racist. And, and it's funny that that still works. It, it, it's odd to me that that is still a thing, that that still works. Anyway all fake don't agree with it don't fall into it don't share it don't talk about it it'll go on away in a day and it's all just to get the liberal media to have something to squawk about i haven't seen what the view said about it but i'm sure the view has already said something about it uh moving on ladies and gentlemen speaking of hoaxes let's move on to another hoax because so many hoaxes are going on right now with false flags from the deep state okay with uh parent teacher conferences and sending in parents that aren't really even parents that don't have any children that go to school there the jesse smollett case uh there's so much going on that's fake i wonder now that we're starting to expose all of this through the grace of god i wonder how much has been faked in our whole lives i wonder how many tragic events and tragedies that have happened in our country are at the result of people literally fabricating everything and staging everything and then pulling some evil deeds off. It makes you wonder how much has actually been real once you start seeing all of these false flags and all of these fake accusations and fake events like Jussie Smollett pulled off in Chicago. And by the way, the testimony from the Nigerian brothers were that he paid them off completely to do it. He made the whole story up. They had dry runs. They practiced everything. And the Nigerian brothers testified that Jussie Smollett told them that everybody in the country would believe this based on the racial divide that was going on. So, I mean, that's the kind of scumbags we're dealing with. And here's another scumbag. Because we have an Iowa um, teacher by the name of Katrina Felon. P-H-E-L-A-N. And she will soon be a felon. F-E-L-O-N, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not that this is funny, but she's facing five felonies. Terrorist threats, ladies and gentlemen. She has actually been arrested over this uh, late last week because she was sending terrorist threats to her school 
as she was an actual student, saying that they were going to bomb the school, blow up the school, shoot the school up with, uh, with assault rifles because they've been picked on too much. Come to find out, ladies and gentlemen, it was a teacher that was at this Iowa school. I believe it was Lincoln High School in um, Council Bluffs. In Council Bluffs, excuse me. Council Bluffs, Lincoln High School, a teacher by the name of Katrina Fellon, P-H-E-L-A-N. I'll bring up uh, the local story that was done on this. Again, how much of the world is fake and how much is real? Check this out. Show that those notes were left in Phelan's classroom and a girl's bathroom. Now, police say Phelan said she wasn't going to carry those threats out. She just wanted to bring attention to her classroom. If it's a kid, you can kind of, their brain's not grown yet. But for an adult to do such a thing, I just... I just can't even, it's incredible. It's a sentiment shared by many at Abraham Lincoln High School in Council Bluffs after learning a now former math teacher faces felony charges. Police say Katrina Phelan hid a series of threatening notes throughout the school in November about shooting and killing students. Court documents show a student found the first note left on her chair in Phelan's classroom. It read, quote, Friday morning, sun's out, guns out, bang, bang, they dead, all of them tired of the drama, end quote. Two other notes were left in a girl's bathroom. Phelan herself claimed to find one of them, which read, quote, after school, buses, guns, God bless America, they are all going to die, end quote. The school turned a total of four notes over to police. Officers say a detective met with Phelan on November 29th. He said she identified three of the notes as her own handwriting and apologized for writing them. As for the reason, police say Phelan told them she wasn't feeling safe in her classroom that the kids were very mean to each other so she wanted someone to quote handle it it's really sad an affidavit shows Phelan later said quote I don't remember writing them but at the same time I'm 100% sure that I did write them and that's weird too end quote wow to say she told investigators she wrote them quote out of concern worry and frustration over the lack of control in her classroom end quote and that she hoped to bring attention to quote the fact that it's not a safe place end quote the district has since fired Phelan police do not you think Phelan had any intention of carrying out the threats parents say they're confident their children are safe at Abraham Lincoln I feel very reassured that they're doing the right things and it's swift and taken care of and things are being doing things are being done appropriately. Phelan faces multiple counts of threats of terrorism. She did turn herself in at the Pottawatomie County Jail earlier this afternoon. As of right now, she's no longer in custody. Well, shout out to uh, News Channel, Newswatch Channel 7 for actually reporting on it because, you know, the mainstream fake news media isn't going to report on it because, um, <laughs> well, inside the fake news mainstream media, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that that person who made all of those ridiculous, psychotic, and clearly crying out for help statements, nobody cares that that sta- same individual has been teaching their children for who knows how long. And not only teaching their children, guiding their children, brainwashing their children, indoctrinating their children, and more than likely bullying their children, and coercing their children into doing things that they didn't want to do or say things that they didn't want to say. And the question remains, if you have that going on, and we caught that, it's much like people coming across the border. How many didn't have we not caught? How, much, how many people are out there that are doing this kind of stuff? Is there no kind of uh, spotlight put on them? 
It's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen, as much as I don't allow my children to have cell phones, I think there's a, there's some a silver lining in children having cell phones, and that is a lot of children will film this stuff today. A lot of children will bring light and shed light onto what's going on in their classrooms, and for that, I guess that is the silver lining of a kid having a cell phone because you would never get this kind of footage or this kind of or these kind of accusations or this kind of stuff stopped unless there is some light shed on that um, that evil doing. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you have to ask yourself how many children out there are subject to these kind of people every single day, which is more and more of a reason if you have children in school to get involved. Make sure you understand who is teaching your child. Make sure you understand who they are. In today's world, folks, all you have to have is their name. You can go on their social media, and, and, and most people don't differentiate their lives between from their private lives and their, and their personal lives, or their private lives and their public lives anymore. Most people just, oh, I'm a teacher, but I'm still going to post pictures of me twerking and shaking my, my, uh, my rear end in some, kind, in, in, in some club while I'm doing shots out of somebody's belly button. You understand what I'm saying? You can find out yourself. You don't need anybody... You don't need to rely on the, on the state, the local government, or anybody else to tell you who these teachers are. You can find out who they are. And I've done that, especially when they told my son that he couldn't say Jesus Christ when he was talking about Christmas during Christmas. You know what I mean? So there are ways, folks. Today is a completely different world, and there is no hiding the truth. And that is why people like Project Veritas exist. It's why people like I exist, because there's certain people out there who will not let the lies continue to rule and run all of our lives. So, be, uh, be vigilant when it comes to your children. They're the most important thing that you have. They're the, they're the best gift that God has given you. So, treat it as such and make sure that they're not being subject to people like that. Okay? All right. Now, um, right now, ladies and gentlemen, that we are at the threshold of overturning Roe v. Wade, which I believe we're close. We're closer to overturning Roe v. Wade right now than we have been since Roe v. Wade was put into place. And we're talking about crazies and we're talking about psychos and everything. I want to show you, and I don't even have this pulled up. Let me pull this up real quick. Let me pull up my, my Instagram. Something that I posted this morning that truly will rock your world. I'm going to show you a picture. Let me just pull up my, my Instagram here. All right, here's a, good, here's a good picture. Check this out. I posted this this morning. And, th and this is an actual picture, ladies and gentlemen, of a 20-week-year-old baby. I put attention. If babies were allowed to vote at birth, or if they could, the communist Democrats would stop at nothing to preserve their precious little lives in hopes that they could secure their vote. However, since they can't vote, the communist Democrats would rather profit off selling their dismembered body parts, excuse me, but it's the truth, and by the way, this picture is a real picture of a 20-week-old baby. You are allowed to murder this human being at, the, at that point in most states. It's not a clump of cells or a fetus. It's a helpless baby human being, ladies and gentlemen. That is a 20-week-year-old baby that you can kill in most states, unfortunately. And now, ladies and gentlemen, since we are standing at the threshold of finally overturning one of the most horrific laws that we have ever allowed to be in existence in this country the democrats are now ladies and gentlemen screaming for that dreaded promise of theirs to pack the supreme court let me bring up this video so or this uh story so we can talk about it 
Democrat politicians are renewing their calls to pack the Supreme Court following the oral arguments in the Mississippi 15-week abortion ban case that has potential to unravel Roe v. Wade. Not just potential, promise. Let's call it what it is. Because I want our, I want our, our, our enemies here, and, and I say anybody who kills a baby is definitely an enemy. Anybody who calls for that, they are an enemy of God. In turn, they are an enemy of the children of God. And I want you all to know what we're coming to do. There is no shame in my game from telling you we are coming to overturn your senseless law where you are allowed to murder babies. We are not going to let this happen forever. Sooner or later, we will win this case. The court is currently made up of six conservative judges and three liberal after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And the liberals are not very happy about it. The court heard arguments in Dobbs v. Jackson, Women's Health Organization case on Wednesday, and legal analysis believe that the conservative majority court is gearing up to strike down the precedent set by Roe v. Wade. 100% agree with that. I think they are as well. As a result, Democrat lawmakers have called to remove the Senate filibuster, of course, requiring 60 votes to pass legislation to add more seats to the court. A conservative court would uphold precedent, but a partisan court may not. And this may be the most partisan court in history, says Representative Adam Full of Schiff as he demands to pack the court. Quote, we must protect a woman's right to choose. Senator Tina Smith also called for packing the court via Twitter when she wrote, what happened today at the Supreme Court is hearing arguments for ending Roe and people's freedom to get an abortion. I worked at Planned Parenthood, she said, and know what this would mean for women. It would, you mean uh, having a little bit of responsibility for what goes on in their lives for the majority of women, you mean? If the court takes this action led by Republican justices, it's impossible to argue that they are not partisan. No, let's just call it the way it is. We are not partisan, uh, bipartisan in this. We are completely partisan in this issue. You will not kill God's children any longer if we have anything to say about it. There's no bipartisanship here at all. There's no room for wiggle. There's no wiggle room. There's no room to give, period. You are stuck between a rock and a hard place, and you will not move us off this path. And we will push forward and we will save babies. By the grace of God, you are no longer going to kill helpless babies. The picture I just showed you, could you really kill that if that was inside your body, ma'am? That disgusts me if you say yes. And if you say yes, you are an enemy of God. In turn, you are an enemy of me. And I will do everything I can in my power to make sure that you don't have the ability or the lawlessness to be able to murder a living human, a living human being inside your belly. Think of that next time you go out and have parties twerking at that same bar we talked about in the beginning of this show. Have some dignity. Have some respect for yourself. And have some respect for God who gives you life every single day. You disgust me with this, kind, with this uh, agenda to want to murder babies. Now, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the show, I have three great stories for you. Don't think that I'm coming at you with just negative stories today. This is Monday and I'm unloading a little bit. But I'm going to end the show properly. Don't worry. You know how I roll. You know how I roll. So let's move on to the next story. More crazies. In San Francisco... <laughs> uh, shall I go any... Shall I, do I, is there any need for me to move forward? Other than saying, in San Francisco... <laughs> you can just imagine what I'm going to say. Uh, in San Francisco, there's a restaurant. And this restaurant goes by the name of Hilda and Jesse. Not Hilda and Jesse's. Not Hilda and Jesse's restaurant. Not Jesse and Hilda's restaurant. Just Hilda and Jesse. 
hey, I'm going to go down to that new restaurant called Hilda and Jesse. Doesn't even make any sense, but of course, liberals never do. There's a restaurant in San Francisco called Hilda and Jesse. If you're watching from San Francisco, please call these folks or go visit them and let, you, let them know what you think of their establishment after hearing this story. They have made the decision to stop serving anything to police officers. And what's worse than that, ladies and gentlemen, what's worse than the decision to stop serving police officers is actually what happened on Friday of last week. On Friday of last week, the chef of Hilda and Jesse and the co-owner, whose name is Rachel Silcox, <laughs> anyway, the chef and the co-owner, whose name is Rachel Silcox, not kidding, literally threw out three on-duty police officers who chose to come to that restaurant to spend their money to eat at that restaurant, which shows a level of respect as it is when you are deciding to go to a certain restaurant, you come in there, that person should be treated very well because they've, there's a thousand restaurants around and you've choose, chosen to go to that one. So they chose to go to that restaurant, sit down, have lunch. The co-owner and the chef threw out these three on-duty cops. Why? Because these three on-duty cops had guns. And this restaurant says that they don't allow guns in their establishment. And when asked about this by local news, they said that my staff, the co-owner said my staff, and the customers that were in the restaurant at that time are very offended, very nervous, and very afraid. So let me shed some light on how this works for Hilda and Jesse and Rachel Silcox and her chef and her other co-owner. These guns that these police officers had were probably issued by the department. I doubt the model of these guns were Alec Baldwin models. And what I mean by that is if these were Alec Baldwin models of guns, then the chance of them jumping out of the holster on their own, shooting somebody, aiming somebody at somebody and pulling the trigger on their own is completely possible, ladies and gentlemen. Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin said that himself. I did not do it. The gun did it itself. So if this was an Alec Baldwin model issued by the city of San Francisco, then, then maybe I could believe that you were nervous, stressed out, scared, and afraid, and, and, and whatever else you said you were triggered, whatever else you were. Then I could understand because, yes, an Alec Baldwin gun can miraculously jump out of the holster, aim at somebody, pull the trigger, and kill somebody, and then jump back in the holster. That is entirely possible. But since that's not the case, ladies and gentlemen, guns can't do that. So it's very, very odd that they would kick somebody out because they had guns that clearly can't jump out of their holster and kill somebody. So you know dang well this is just an attempt to further threaten the lives of police, further uh, separate police from the good work that they do in the communities. And here's the question. If somebody robs Hilda and Jesse restaurant, which still doesn't make sense, Jesse, Jesse's, I wonder who they're going to call. I wonder who they're going to call. I mean, unless they have their own security, which I would think would carry guns, I wonder who they're going to call if they are robbed, or if somebody sets their store on fire, or somebody comes in and harasses, or, God forbid, wears a mask inside the door, and um, asymptomatically spreads COVID to everybody that causes them to have a three-day cold. I'm just wondering who they're going to call. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, the great thing about this is, is that these police officers are probably men of integrity, okay? And regardless of being kicked out of Hilda and Jesse restaurant, most likely they would still defend them if a 911 call was placed from the restaurant, if they were getting robbed, burglarized, or their place was getting set on fire or ransacked. Or if there was some kind of, like I said, incident where somebody wasn't wearing a mask, God forbid, that's probably the worst. I would assume they would call the police and these wonderful men and women in blue would come and do their duty and protect Hilda and Jesse. It's nice to be able to have a moral compass, isn't it? It's nice to be able to have some kind of integrity or some kind of path of righteousness to do the right thing, isn't it? So to Hilda and Jesse, ladies and gentlemen, I would just say, shame on you. And to those police officers who left without even giving a, a, a stink about it, God bless you all and God bless your families. And hopefully, if anybody's watching from San Francisco, you can go down there and tell Hilda and Jesse, wear your mask, okay? And let them know exactly what you think. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> I got to take a drink of coffee. Unbelievable. Can't come in. You got uh, you got guns. Now, you know what? I was going to give them a dumb dumb award, but I'm saving the dumb dumb award for a better candidate. By by the way, we might run a little bit over today. We may not. Uh, I got about five more stories here, and the last three are really good for you, okay? Here we are. Former Georgia District Attorney, former, former Georgia District Attorney Jackie Johnson is facing five years in prison for helping protect Gregory McMichael after his son shot Ahmad Arbery. Now, here's the thing. I want to talk about this case for a minute before I get into the meat and potatoes of this and why I'm, I am uh, talking about this case at all today because it coincides with the next story. All right. So you already know that I agree with the jury's decision in the Ahmad Arbery case. I believe, uh, I don't believe these men were murderers. I don't know if they were racists. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Maybe they th thought that the police wouldn't do anything, so they thought they'd take the matters into their own, own hands and be vigilantes. Maybe they thought that they were doing good by protecting personal property. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, there was no immediate death. Many times before, they felt threatened to let this kid just go, call the police, and just let the, the authorities deal with it. It was very different than the Kyle Rittenhouse case. I've already talked about that. Go back and watch one of the videos from last week. So I just wanted to kind of lay that groundwork before I talk about this uh, former district attorney. Let me go to the story here so I don't uh, get it wrong in any way. So, again, former district attorney Jackie Johnson is facing five years in prison for helping Gregory McMichael after his son shot Ahmed Arbery. The former Brunswick district attorney was indicted by a grand jury on Thursday over her alleged actions surrounding the 2020 shooting. The indictment claims that Johnson violated her oath of office and obstructed law enforcement. It alleges that after Travis McMichael shot Arbery, his father, Greg McMichael, who previously worked in Johnson's office, called her cell phone and told her he needed help. Quote, Jackie, this is Greg. Could you call me as soon as possible? My son and I have been involved in a shooting and I need some advice right away. That was a voicemail that the authorities had. Officers with the Glynn County Police Department had allegedly called her asking for advice on how to handle it, and the indictment alleges that she, quote, knowingly and willfully directed that Travis McMichael should not be placed under arrest contrary to the laws of the state. 
It additionally claims that she showed favor and affection to Greg McMichael during the investigation into the shooting death of Ahmaud Arbery. Johnson had recu recused herself from the case over her connection with, M M M with McMichael. Excuse me. Arbery's mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, has filed a lawsuit seeking more than a million dollars alleging that the arrest of the men involved in the shooting was delayed because of the cover-up. And according to the report from the Daily Mail, the lawsuit alleges that for nearly three months, Glynn County police officers, the chief of police, and two prosecutors conspired to hide the circumstances surrounding Armour, uh, Ahmad's death and protect the men who murdered him. Now, the evidence in this case, and you can go and you can read transcripts, you can see and hear the voicemails that they have, actually shows that this is true. This doesn't seem like some kind of screw job. It actually seems that these people used their power and their authority of their office to help somebody and they were not the official attorneys of this person and clearly had a job um, that, uh, that doesn't allow them to do what all of this alleges and the reason why I agree with this and the reason why I'm talking about it is because the same circumstances surrounded the firing of disgraced juice head Chris Cuomo from CNN so if you're just new to that information, let me tie these two stories together and tell you why I agree with this woman facing uh, felony prison charges. Because the same thing happened here as Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo was using his position, using the investigative journalists of a network that he worked for, and using their fake stream, lamestream media tactics in order to help his brother, who was the governor an active governor of a state, literally get dirt on and figure out ways to silence the people that were accusing him of doing what he was doing. So in both cases, you have people abusing their power of a job that they have in order to cover up something that the public should know in order to make the best informed um, decisions as to indict somebody, bring people up on charges, and move forward with a, with a complete uh, a court case. Um, that they have rights in order to defend themselves from. So I agree with that decision, just like I agreed with the decision for Chris Cuomo to be fired. And if you missed that little tidbit, which I doubt you did, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Cuomo was fired by CNN. And I have to play you a little clip of Humpty Dumpty uh, talking about this on CNN. Now he's talking about it with Jim Acosta. And you can see these two are trying to save major face. Let me pull it up on the screen here. These two are trying to save face for CNN, but literally there's no difference in what they do and what Chris Cuomo does. This is them throwing somebody under the bus to try to get viewers back to the network because Chris Cuomo's um, ratings were so bad. Once the king at CNN, he fell down to about 700,000 viewers per episode, which put him down in like the 16th place for cable net news network. So let me first play this video because it makes me smile from ear to ear to watch them throw each other under the bus in this new world of exposing everybody and America being uh, the best is yet to come. Check it out. And we have breaking news to report to you right now about CNN anchor Chris Cuomo. Earlier this week, Cuomo was suspended from CNN after documents revealed he had been involved more than previously known in shaping his brother, former Governor Andrew Cuomo's defense. Cuomo, uh, Chris Cuomo, we should point out, has now been terminated here at CNN. That's the latest breaking news uh, about what's happening here at CNN. I want to go to CNN's Brian Stelter. Uh, Brian, uh, obviously this, uh, th this is huge news. Uh, not only 
inside CNN, but for this industry. What can you tell us? Yes, Chris Cuomo, one of the most popular anchors at CNN, one of the best known names in television news, violated journalistic ethics and norms, not once or twice, but many times. And that's ultimately uh, what is the result of today's news, Jim. As you mentioned, Cuomo just uh, terminated by CNN this afternoon. And here's the statement from management explaining the decision, saying Chris Cuomo was suspended earlier this week, pending further evaluation of new information that came to light about his involvement with his brother's defense. We retained a respected law firm to conduct the review and have terminated him effective immediately. While in the process of the You got to laugh at that one. Look, I'm not a told you so guy. I'm not a guy that sits there and gloats and 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 says I told you so. But this ladies and gentlemen couldn't have happened to a better liar, a better faker and a better divider on TV than Chris Cuomo. And unfortunately for the Cuomos, they're both going into the holiday season completely jobless, more than likely close to broke, and the holiday season around the Cuomo family <laughs> must not be so good this year because we all know they're godless so they can't even find any kind of salvation in prayer anyway my prayers do go out to them my prayers go out to anybody in trouble i have to laugh right now but i do uh i do forgive him for what he's done and um hey justice is served ladies and gentlemen bye 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 <laughs> now some good news you ready for some good news let's go ahead first and give chris cuomo and cnn the Dum Dum Award of the Day here on Live from America. Now, some good news. The Dancing Grannies. You know who the Dancing Grannies are? Unfortunately, they had members of their um, group tragically killed and taken way too soon by the Waukesha, Wisconsin, BLM, racially motivated killer who decided to drive his car through a group of people celebrating Christmas in a Christmas parade killing people from eight years old all the way up to 80 years old. But the dancing grannies, ladies and gentlemen, nothing is gonna hold those dancing grannies down. The, grand, the dancing grannies have made their first appearance since the tragic, um, horrific events of Waukesha, Wisconsin. And they, have, uh, they went to another town to march in another Christmas parade. And one, you know what? You can't hold a good granny down here in the beautiful United States of America. Check out the dancing grannies making their first appearance, ladies and gentlemen. This is good news that you should smile about. God bless their courage. God bless those women. And uh, for being able to even have the courage to come out here after a tragic accident, an event like that. I mean, P there's no way that PST PTSD is not a thing for these women after experiencing something like that. So a lot of people I saw on comment threads, like really mean people saying, ooh, big deal. They're out walking. Ooh, ooh. And it's like, how can you even say that? How can you be so heartless to where you don't even understand the, the, the emotion that those women must be having 
making their first public appearance, outdoing exactly what they were just doing before when some of their closest friends got murdered. Of course PTSD is going to be a thing. And how, how, how incredibly rude of anybody to say anything about how, oh yeah, oh, they're, they're heroes. They are heroes. What they represent is heroic. Coming out here after an event like that or after tragedy, tragedy like that is definitely heroic. And that is, that is the grace of God, that is the spirit of God in the flesh, ladies and gentlemen. And don't let anybody pull you off your square. If you see comments like that, don't say anything back to them. Don't argue with them. It's not going to be a clever or intellectual debate anyway. So don't even waste your time with those people. Okay? Moving on to some more good news, and we got a Smarty Award to give away. So let's go ahead and cue the drums, because we're going to give the Smarty Award today to Boris Epstein. Or Epstein, maybe? Boris Epstein, you get the Smarty Award here on Live from America, December 6th. Year of our Lord, 2021, because Boris Epstein is about ready to touch down in the state of Arizona. He and a major team that is put together strategically, ladies and gentlemen, I might add, are literally going to spend the rest of the time from now until the special session in the state of Arizona to make sure that the first item up for discussion in the special session in January is to decertify the presidential election of 2020. And of course, they're going to bring up Pima County. Pima County is the next one to really get into it. Um, from what Boris Epstein said this today on the War Room is that Pima County and others are going to be on the chopping block next, and they fully expect a decertification in the special session in January in the state of Arizona. Right now, there are 16 Republican senators. 14 of them are ready to vote yes. 14. The two names that you need to know, who you need to call, and we will spend time calling here on Live from America, is Senator Paul Boyer and Senator Michelle Ugenti. Those are the two holdouts, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the two holdouts. Those are who we need to make sure we push over that line. We need two more. We have 14 senators about ready to vote yes for the decertification. Somebody asked, why is it taking this long? Because the, the only way that they could have done this prior to this is Doug Ducey calling a special session. Doug Ducey did not call a special session. Not for this. So they have to wait until they are in session, which is in January, and we fully expect to see a full decertification of the presidential election in 2020. And Wisconsin will not be far behind. I always thought Georgia was going to go next. We always knew Wisconsin was the lowest hanging fruit. It looks like we're going to see um, a decertification in Wisconsin moving forward as well. But we'll take baby steps. And right now, you should be happy that January will be the date uh, or the month that we might probably see a uh, decertification in Arizona and Boris Epstein and his team are there to make sure make sure that the facts are out there so that these two other senators can jump on board and finally do what's right and vote for decertification so moving on ladies and gentlemen uh, we got big news that came out of the Biden mandates for for uh, vaccinations on 100 employees or more as soon as the lottery was held which court would hear all of these court cases from across the country all put into one lawsuit that was uh that the lottery picked was the sixth court so the fifth circuit court of appeals made their decision that this mandate was unconstitutional could not happen osha could not implement it so of course that was appealed and when that was appealed a lottery happened in order to find out which circuit court was actually going to oversee all of these lawsuits from every state it happened to be the sixth circuit court of appeal which is a which is a big win for us 
because the Sixth Circuit agrees with the Fifth Circuit 95% of the time. Well, that wasn't good enough for the Biden administration, and I told you that the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals was, was a great court for us to hear this in, because as soon as the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals was announced that they won the lottery, the Biden administration and the DOJ filed another lawsuit in order to change venues. They wanted to change venues, even though we had a fair lottery done by the procedures that were set forward a long time ago, so everybody was on the same level playing field. They then cried and wanted to take their ball home. They filed another lawsuit to change the court to a more friendly court to the Biden administration. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeal denied that request. And when they denied that request, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, they said, not only are we not going to move this decision to another court that is more friendly to your political agenda, we are also going to make the statement that Everything that you've argued, this is the Biden administration till now, has been a moot point and has been a weak argument for anything that you've requested. So the Biden administration is already starting out on the wrong foot when it comes to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. Most likely they're going to uphold the same thing that the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, ruled. And if it does go to the Supreme Court after that, ladies and gentlemen, it's no, it's going to be no win for Biden. Long story short, the OSHA mandate is going to die. 100 employees or more is not going to be a thing. Anybody who decided to do it just because they were afraid of the Biden administration, you screwed up. And anybody who held out, glory to all of you. And God bless each and every single one of you. Before we end the show today, I want to highlight one of the great businesses on the American First, uh, American Strong business page. So let's go over to that real quick because I want to always make sure all boats are rising, folks. We now have, let's go to the page. We now have, I believe, a hundred and, here we go, hold on. America Strong business directory. We have 126 businesses, folks, that have signed on. There we are, 126 businesses. My hope is to get to 250 before the end of December. These are all patriotic, small American businesses, ladies and gentlemen. And here's who we're going to highlight today. Buy it basket case. Check this out. You click on buy it basket case. You go down, you see a wonderful gift basket there. You can write a review or link right over to their store. And here it is. Buy it basket case. Featured item. Housewarming gift basket. They also do thank you gift baskets, extra large thank you gift baskets, holiday gift baskets, all looking very, very rustic and traditional, baby gift baskets, 21st birthday gift baskets, Mother's Day gift baskets. It goes on and on and on. Go to the American Strong Business page, click on Buy It Basket Case, and do some holiday shopping with them today. I am not in any kind of partnership with them whatsoever. I just want to see all boats rise, and I want to see us all win, and I want that to be a very popular page. So share it with your friends and family, ladies and gentlemen, and remember, you can always Go to MyPillow.com and PatriotFoods.com for more American products for your holiday shopping using the promo code LFA. That's going to do it, folks. I think it was a pretty good show. I think we started off Monday pretty good. We're going to um, see you again at 5 p.m. tonight for more Life from America. And until then, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon...